0: You are listening to the Hingework Podcast, a conversation about creativity, joy, and authenticity from the overflow of true community.
1: Hi, welcome to the Hingework Podcast. It's Gavin Kent here. Hey! Hey, we don't normally do this, but we are doing a intro to a podcast that we previously recorded in Texas. Woo! Kent, why were we in Texas? Oh my word, so many reasons. So um, Gabe, I love your story.
0: I think you have so much just to share. And so we had recorded kind of a Gabe story, which I then was like, man, this would make such a good little like documentary film, like three-minute short-form thing. So I was like, man, but we need to showcase travel and Gabe going on all these adventures. And then I just feel like so many things coincided at once, and all of a sudden we were like let's go to Texas. So I forget like what all went into that. I know it was the winter and I was just ready to get out. Ashley was ready to get out. And we Everyone's just, ready to get out in winter. Uh, it was like February and we just got the itch. And then <clears throat> I was like, man, this would make such a good story. We need to go somewhere warm. Oh, I'd love to go see Matt Chandler in Texas. And so, yeah, it just all fell together. And we had just listened to Magnolia, the audiobook. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just wanted yeah. to go.
1: And then on top of that, we wanted to meet I I had found a group of um, faith-based creatives that were just like very encouraging and just build up each other um, in the Waco area. So that was like another reason I wanted to connect with them and like build a relationship with people um, a few states away. Um, So that was another reason we went. Mm -hmm. Um, So initially we drove to Chattanooga, Tennessee our first day and um, did some like scouting and went to this like super sketchy hotel. <laughs> now, normally, I I normally do not care about hotels. I kind of just like go in, I don't really look around. I just like get in bed and sleep. Um, but Kent was FaceTiming Ashley right before oh, man. we went in and she was like paranoid for him. Dude, I thought I was gonna die. Told him to check everything, which is fine. It's probably good that we did uh, because as we're walking around, there's like cigarette holes in the blankets. Which is the wor- the least bad thing we found. There's like this giant hole in the wall. There was a big hole. hole like yeah. I could have fit my hand through it. Yeah, uh, there was a hole in the ceiling. The tile displacement was off in the bathroom. The was- hole in the
0: ceiling, I could have fit my head through.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was it was not great. There was like blood on the on the top. There was
0: literally blood that somebody makeup, couldn't get out. It was definitely there blood.
1: was there was like. Um, yeah, why would you fold it so the blood is on the outside? I don't I, I don't know. And there was like a, a cockroach that was live. A live cockroach just uh, looking at us. Like, mouse droppings in it, one of the drawers. But not
0: just a mouse, because I've seen mouse droppings. Mouse droppings are like the size of a Tic Tac. This
1: was like the size... All right, we don't need to go into like a this ton was, of detail. This was
0: like a rat or it a squirrel just, it or... It was just not great. It
1: wasn't good. And when I confronted the attendant about it, he didn't seem too surprised. So <laughs> we ended up leaving. We got a nice hotel that night. It was great. Um... <laughs> Anyways, Chattanooga ended up being beautiful. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed that time there. I understand why so many of my friends went to Covenant College there. Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out to the police officer who gave us a ticket for parking in a no oh, parking that's zone. Right. Yeah, but we got some sweet footage on that overlook. Yeah, I really
1: tried to fight him on that. Cost of doing business. It's fine. Yeah, um, we also got a. Sp- I got a speeding ticket in Lexington, which blows my mind. I was so pissed. Um, <laughs> Drove down to Austin, Texas, our first day alone, which was um, kind of short-lived. We didn't really spend a ton of time there, but it was pretty neat. Hung out with my friend Alex Maxwell, um, who's a photographer I met in Palm Springs earlier this year. Um, Yeah, and then kind of came back, picked up Ashley and the kids the next day, uh, and it kind of turned into like a mini vacation for them after that. Um, We did go to Magnolia. Woo! On Saturday, how was how? I actually felt really bad for Ashley because she yeah. really wanted to go to Magnolia Table, yeah, and or just like even eat food inspired by right Chip and Joanna, and <laughs> the lines were atrocious. It
0: was absolutely nuts. There were six thousand people in the area from like a merit. Was it a marathon? It was a marathon, half
1: a- marathon, and a five k. Oh my word! So there were a ton of people
0: in the area anyway. Um, we show up and then there was something else going on that brought a ton of people in, in addition to all the people that were already there for Magnolia. So the line to Magnolia table was just absurd. Um, Several hours. Yeah. 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 So we didn't even get to go, um, there. So then we turned around and went to Magnolia and, uh, yeah, it was packed. I mean, there were tons of people everywhere. It was totally crazy. Probably
1: 45 minutes in line just to check out. Right. (laughs) A mug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have bought it
0: online. But it was such a good mug. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get hate from the, the oh Fixer upper fans. But I did see Chip and Joanna in
1: pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. We didn't actually see him in didn't, person. Didn't get to see. Him. And then, all right. So then the next day we we hung out in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Matt Chandler's church. And we were yeah. you know, Kent was Dude, front
0: row. I was stoked. I mean we got there earlier than we even get to our church back here at home. We got there early, we got I got front row seats, worship was awesome. Front row seats. I mean I was as I could have spit on Matt if I wanted to. It would have been gross. It would have been terrible. But Matt, who I thought was going to be Matt, I had called three weeks ago and been like, is Matt Chandler speaking on this this or that date? Because we would have Sh- gone somewhere else. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Show up. Show up and Matt Chandler. I I lean over and I'm like, Ashley, that's not Matt Chandler, because I saw the silhouette. I could of the see guy. the
1: panic in your eyes. Oh. <laughs> Phone we, was out doing research. Oh,
0: uh, we were looking up, like, is this the right location that he preaches at? And he just I don't know what happened, man. Schedule got shifted. He was not there. I think there was some emergency or
1: whatever. Yeah, I felt bad. Um,
0: (laughs) It was still still a great great. sermon. Still great. Still great. Just not. Yeah, not Chandler.
1: Yeah. So um, and then we went around Dallas. Went to the National Aquarium. Kai had a great time. Saw a diver. Woo! Um, Met up with John Mark Burkholder from Lancaster. Um, He's been in Dallas for the last two years. He loves it there. So it was good to connect with him again. Um, the following day, we did go down to Waco again. Again. And, and we met with um, Ryan and Corey from Collide. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what the remaining of this podcast is. is like their story, their heart behind Waco, their heart behind Collide. And uh, yeah, just who they are as people. Mm-hmm. And we tried to go to Magnolia Table
0: again. Mm. The line was significantly shorter, so I totally thought... You know, this is a no-brainer. We're totally in. And it was still a three-hour wait, and we ended up not even going. Unreal. Totally crazy. Unreal, man. Yeah, what I love about Ryan and Corey and just that story was, like, we had gone in thinking we're going to sit down with one of the other girls about from Collide named Rachel. And she ended up getting sick, and there was just this whole thing. but. Ryan and Corey, I just love the ability they had to share their hearts for, like, brotherhood, friendship, going in on something together, and just, like, their journey with the Lord was really encouraging, so I'm just super excited for you guys to hear that, Mm -hmm. and here we go.
1: Yep. Enjoy. Uh, My name is Gabe. We're here with Corey and Ryan, and also... I'm Kent. We are... uh, Super excited to be here. We are in Waco, Texas, um, on top of a beautiful cafe called Dichotomy um, that Corey suggested we go to. Corey, open us up. Tell us about yourself. Uh, So,
2: I'm Corey. I'm originally from Houston. Uh, I've been living in Waco for about four and a half years. Okay, nice. Uh, I've done music for so long, so I yeah. do a little bit of producing, uh, play electric guitar, ah. I've done it all from country music in Houston, playing at bars to electric. actually producing with with Ryan on some some hip hop records and awesome. Uh, so love music. Uh, I'm also a freelance photographer, so would love to one day do a little bit of both, a little bit of music, a little bit of photography. Don't yeah. know what that looks like, but
1: love taking photos and uh, being a part of what's happening in Waco. Awesome, yeah. And Ryan, you're a hip hop artist. Tell us about yourself. I am. Uh, I've also been referred to as
3: uh, a hip hop indie pop artist <laughs> by myself. No, <laughs> self-proclaimed. Uh, no, nah, yeah, progressive hip hop artist, um, and yeah, I also help coordinate and organize collide. With co- and yeah, I do music. I um, do this and that's pretty much it
1: awesome yeah so kind of the reason a little bit of backstory for people listening we Kent and I came down to Texas kind of to meet with you guys actually. Like that was a large factor in uh, the destination that we chose. So, uh, and I found you guys on Instagram through Rachel's Instagram account. She had posted something about Collide, about like uh, a creative community uh, backed by faith. And we just thought that was, I thought that was really awesome um, to see that. So can you guys go through like, your backstory of like how collide came together? I think originally it was probably music.
2: I we had a buddy named Will mm-hmm. that initially was like, Hey Corey, like you gotta you gotta meet Ryan. Yeah. And then one day I just remember you showing up at my house. <laughs> Maybe we
3: met before Yeah, that. I just showed up.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. And we recorded something.
3: Yeah, I showed up at his house. We like talked about music, maybe recorded, and then he and then he was we went to go grab <laughs> food from this place called Rudy's, and while we were sitting in the parking lot like with our food babies in our stomach, he plays some of his beats. He's like, yeah, let me show you some of my beats. And he plays one, which is now the beat for a song called Young Man on my album, Domicile, Seamus shameless plug. Um, uh, he plays me the beat and I like lose feeling in my legs. It was so dirty. And that was the beginning of our friendship. We had heard, we had knew of each other before yeah. that, but that was like the beginning of us knowing each other. Yeah being buddies and then we lived together um, that's right last summer last summer um, and uh, yeah a lot of we created things together just for fun hung out played video games <laughs> hung out took pictures with people and yeah and it just kept cultivating this like man maybe this is maybe there's something on this friendship that's that's creative and and it you're you're like a brother a friend and like a a a coworker at the same time, mm. and so yeah yeah sick and like I was
0: just really drawn to your story, Corey, of like uh, how you had kind of like walked away from faith, kind of could you share some of that journey and kind of like into like collide yeah kind of um,
2: I think for me i when I started going to church. I'm kind of the all-in, all-out kind of person, so when I first decided I wanted to go to church, be a part of Christianity, uh, I was all-in, learned all the Bible stories and all that, and finally I went to college and studied religion, I'd already worked for a couple of churches, just started working at a church in Salado um, as one of their worship pastors for high school, and um, in that journey, I just, I realized that I fell in love with religion, and didn't actually know who who Jesus was. And uh, I was dating a girl at the time who lived in Waco, Texas, and invited me to something she called Life Group. Um, and I had no grit for that, honestly didn't want to show up to anything because it's kind of in that journey as I'm studying religion, as I'm, you know, working at church, I just didn't believe in Jesus anymore. There was no power on my life. I was not seeing him do anything, didn't feel loved by him, didn't feel like I even knew him anymore. Uh, so the conclusion in my mind was he's just probably not real. And I felt that both logically and emotionally. Uh, and then went to life group, and I was the coolest person in the room, a bunch of dorks, a <laughs> bunch of weirdos. I was like, I don't know why I'm here. And then we started, we started uh, singing a couple songs and then reading the Bible, and it was just really clear to me that These people knew Jesus in a way that I had not met anyone else before that knew Jesus like them. And uh, it was kind of crazy, but I was like, I I legitimately do want to know Jesus if he's real. And these people are my best shot at showing me who he is. So I moved up here. And that's why I've been awake for the past four and a half years. And just kind of even translating that into my creative world, which also goes into Collide. But I think that there's a stigma that I've seen in Christian artists and like Christian industries that to be a Christian something, you have to not be as good. And I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. And maybe that's the all in, all out. Yeah. I, but I think it's like, Christians should be the best at what they do. You know, like mm-hmm. should be the best musicians, best rappers, best photographers. Yeah. Um, because we have a chance at really loving God and loving people and we can do that well and it's not to say that other people can't I've met really kind people that don't know Jesus and but at the same time I really think that there's something special on someone who's loving Jesus but also doing really good work and being a steward of the gift that God's given people um, and even just for Clyde um, it's really it doesn't have a, a faith platform like mm-hmm. we're, we're not a religious institution yeah. but we're people that love Jesus so Mm -hmm. in in the way that I run Clyde with Ryan and other people that love Jesus like I can't help but think that the father heart of God's going to come out of that and be shown Mm -hmm. to people Um, though we're not preaching on a platform it's like if I love God and love people I'm not going to miss it so Mm -hmm. even in the way that I organize a, a meeting with Clyde or you know an event that we do it's like I just got to see the people, and I got to love God, and I got to love those people as I'm mm-hmm. expressive and uh, a steward of what he's put in me. So that's kind of the short of it. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of more good, bad, and ugly in that story, but <laughs> that's, that's the short of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were, um, you were at church one day, and you just started to get this impression that there should be something. Or, yeah. you know, specifically between the two of you.
2: Yeah, yeah. So with Ryan and I, I mean, I, I remember I w- where I was sitting, what I was doing. Uh, I wasn't listening to the sermon, uh, so shame on me. <laughs> the story but, of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was probably thinking about donuts or nodding off or something. But I just, I literally saw Ryan on the other side of church, and we were living together, I think. Or we just stopped living together. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was. But and we're, we had built a really good friendship over that summer. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the Lord was like, hey, I want you to fight for something with Ryan. And I was like, okay. I remember like telling Ryan, I mean, like, hey, I think we're supposed to fight for something together. He's like, I'm down. I'm like, sweet, let's do it. Yeah. We didn't know what it was going to be. I mean, yeah. I remember we there met was up like a number
3: of things it could have.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we met up with like guys who do like pretty hardcore prison ministries in a, a different town outside of Waco, and yeah. we we're just like hey, literally anything as long as we're loving God, loving people, we won't miss it. Um, even if it's, you know, loving our neighbors, or, our roommates, whatever that was, I just felt like there's a intentional effort uh, that the Lord is inviting us into and just, like, kind of putting just power on the friendship and just say, hey, I want you all to not only, you know, be good friends, but why don't you go and give that to other people? And we just kind of went around, you know, with a couple other ideas and we're just like we should just ask the Lord and we Mm -hmm. just kind of waited and it's like hey if there's a scripture that comes to mind or like a phrase that comes to mind and we ended up landing kind of on creatives and just like um I think both of us personally, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but, like, just have experienced, like, the Lord's desire to have us dream with Him mm. and just realize that that really is creative. And I think God is creative in the way that He uniquely designs us and everything that we're looking at, and uh, I think it's just really cool. And I think that's kind of where it came out, is just the Lord said, hey, why don't you just fight for something with Ryan? And I had no idea what that meant, and uh, I think Ryan was the one who was like, yeah, let's... Creatives, I'm like sick. Like I had no grid
3: for what it was. I just like (laughs) let's let's just do it together, and uh, we've been yeah we've been doing it for a little while now. Yeah, and and it just it just kind of made sense. Like with every these series of events up to that point, even things that Corey would voice about, you know, different encounters he'd have with people who also did photos or or even this art our, our uh, inner circle of friends like Will and uh, who's a filmmaker here and, mm-hmm. and um, just the dynamic that comes from being able to talk about things that maybe other people don't really relate to that are really normal to us and feeling a sense of like home and friendship and like, oh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> um, well, or at least I am, but I'm not alone. or yeah. um, <laughs> And it just gives you this weird confidence to, yeah. to do what you're made to do because you know someone else is doing something similar and um, yeah. yeah that that it's weird that has been that's happened indirectly since I started really following Jesus in college and uh, I think now it's just something at this time God's like all right these are the the two guys um, or at least at that moment, and it's like, "Oh, well, this is how we get started. Let me, let me, let's start with these two guys." And then he brought Rachel and Sarah and yeah. and some other people along the road. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So what? Um, we talked about like um, you guys fighting together for creatives and collide. Mm-hmm. What are your gatherings like, or what have they been, and what are they looking forward in the summer?
3: Yeah. So the first gathering. Um, was we just we had a location at 2nd and Clay here in Waco and we had about five or six vendors Mm -hmm. Waco Hat Company a couple film makers a couple photographers yeah Josh Barber Josh Barber Waco Happenings Mm Instapage yeah there's just a lot of local artists a lot of local creatives that uh that um yeah, a lot of local local creatives that um
1: for 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 the record. There's a bird, like pigeon there, I guess, just flying a, around. P- Kent has been asking for a bird shot. <laughs> this entire trip. I don't think this is what I meant. He's been wanting to like film oh, he's got the birds. sandal. Oh, you better throw that sandal at that well, bird.
0: I think the problem here
1: is like The best part is Kent's gonna cut this and it shouldn't be cut. <laughs> Doves really like nest pretty strong. That's a pigeon, from- dude. Uh it's not. That is a
0: pigeon. <laughs> it is a pigeon. So I'm free to hit it.
3: You <laughs> should, should throw it. Throw
1: it. Nailed it. Oh, it. oh, oh, there's, a, oh a second one came out.
3: Ooh, he looked that oh, shot. he looks angry. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss ooh. on this podcast. <laughs> okay, man, that, was, that
1: was
3: crazy.
0: All right, we're back.
3: Okay. That so was we like interrupted. That second, <laughs> that second pigeon had plans for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he gave you the eyes, he man. He gave you the eyes. <laughs> No mana for you. Glad it's not a dope. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> um,
3: what, what do the gatherings look like? What are the gatherings? gatherings yeah. yeah. So, vendors, and we thought like 20 people would walk in the door and we'd just high five them and stuff like <laughs> that. Um, but there's uh, at least. Um, around a hundred people Wow, that's coming through and, and it's just a come yeah. and go like I meet people there's if I if my conversation gets awkward we just walk by a, a table <laughs> yeah. a vendor and look at it or never know someone might have had a date come out of that I don't hey. know but like people <laughs> hang out connecting. they talk they connect they yeah. network and they also we get to celebrate creative work that's already yeah. happening and hopefully cultivate collaboration
1: yeah so it's about ultimately the heart of collide is bringing community together that might not otherwise know of each other
3: yeah and in hopes that that overflows into outside of this one meeting a month Mm i i get to hang out with a photographer a rapper gets to hang out with a photographer and they create stuff yeah or a uh, someone gets to hang out with a guy who writes books and is like how do I write books Yeah. or it's someone I don't know just someone uh, Corey had a really cool story about a what was it, the girl that was in the show
2: the, the theater yeah yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah. so i i i met um met a, a, a lady at a work that i work in here in town um i shoot for a jewelry company and she works at the downstairs department and uh told her about collide said hey we're throwing our first party tonight you should come out and, uh she's like well what is it just kind of told her and she's Started crying and it was it was like, Oh sweet, this means something to someone, you know? Mm-hmm. And and we didn't even know what it was gonna be like. We literally thought it was gonna be the, the four of us and a couple of randos, you know. Like I thought my mom might show up, you know. Like wasn't <laughs> wasn't real, really dude. sure. Wasn't sure what it was gonna be, but she started crying, I was like, Wow there's there's kinda something on this and mm-hmm. uh, she's you know wanted to be in a play for a while and just kind of was kind of doubting if she had the time or the ability to do what it takes to be in the play and uh, actually yesterday was the opening show and she got one of the lead roles in Greece uh, at the Waco Civic Center and uh, it was just kind of like hey we got your back but I think just even like the heart of Collide is like we got you like go for it you know like uh, as we were talking over breakfast, it's like, hey, if we fail, we fail together. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if we throw mm-hmm. an event and it's, you know, you and me that shows up, I was with you, yeah. we did it. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we did it. And, yeah. you know, and it's okay to fail, too. That's that's a tangent I have, but mm-hmm. as creatives, as, you know, there's yeah. all young people here, it's just like, it's okay to mess up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can learn from it. It doesn't have to be something that debilitates yeah. us from, yeah. you know, it doesn't take us out of the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's also cool just uh set that culture but not only it's like hey it's okay if you fail it's like hey if you fail i will fail with you yeah, like, yes. yeah. and i think that is kind of a part of collide that means a lot to us mm-hmm. and, yeah. and to me and
1: yeah it's just about taking that step of faith and like yeah. doing something in in any area which sure. i think you guys you guys have both done in s- some regards yeah. for sure yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah
0: absolutely um yeah um oh so like yeah so we're in waco and we were talking about like just kind of the Waco culture kind of like what it used to be what it is now Mm -hmm. and you had said that Collide was like uh, an answer to the cry that people didn't know they had type thing maybe paint the picture of like what Waco was and was known for and just kind of all that and to what it's becoming and how you've seen people like things flourish or people like run with stuff or
3: yeah yeah Mm. that's a good that's a good one um Something really interesting that I that I stumbled upon in the in the Bible is the first city that was ever established that they have record of in the Bible or even in history um, uh, was a city called, I believe it was called Enoch. Don't quote me on that um, or Enoch. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, something like that with an E in it. Uh, <laughs> but there was three things that that. The lord appointed over that city and that was agriculture um business in the same boat and then there's in uh technology and then there was creativity like music and in the art mm-hmm. and stuff like that and he he headed three people to leave those three spheres of the city out and if you think of every really major city that's like trendy or on the tip of the spear of culture in America or even in the world, those three things happen really well. Um, Austin, Texas, uh, Paris, France, uh, New York City. like, And I think Waco, we, we, we've just hit this like wave where it's natural for businesses to be happening. And I think Collide is answering the question of like, what about creativity? Hmm. Where are those people? Um, and it was—it was, it was like—it was like having the meeting for collide, like push the creativity button and all these like. It's, you know how Batman has the Batman symbol and Batman shows up, it's yeah. like we put up this creative symbol and all the creatives just came out of the dark into this building, <laughs> you know like they and uh, they, they just showed up, it's like man I didn't know there was a lady that made children's book illustrations and guys who make jewelry and like we didn't know that stuff yeah. and yeah. I think that one was the answer to the question where are the creatives and then, two, it was also in the answer to the question of, like, where are my friends that I can relate to that think like me? Uh, I
2: think the shift in Waco is, like, Waco is really a lot about the people. Like, there's great business, but it's the way that people do business. Like, I uh, I had a couple businesses that weren't even creative related. It's just entrepreneurship, and something that I learned is that Waco's a great place to start a business. And it's like, well, you kind of ask why, and it's like because the people make it a safe place. So it's kind of in that same way, like, you know, coming back to creativity, it's like what makes Waco Creative so great or have the potential to be great if they want to be? It's like it's the people that make a safe place for people to go for it, you know, and we don't have the biggest buildings in Texas. Like we have one skyscraper. We're looking at it right now, the Alco building. Like, <laughs> you know, we got one, one skyscraper. So it's not like there's like you know, we're not Dallas, we're not Austin, we're not Houston, but we do yeah. have something really special that's going on, and from what I've studied um, for a photo project I have going on, it, it wasn't always this way, um, so it's been cool to see kind of a shift, and even just hearing from different city yeah. leaders, like a desire to yeah. to bring not only health, but an authentic health yeah. to, to Waco, so the way that people run businesses, the way that we talk about yeah. diversity, and like, you know, just like letting this be a melting pot, we have so many visitors visitors come in for Magnolia. So it's like, how do we not just be, you know, Waco that's known for Magnolia, but known for its people and, you know, and its passion for, you know, to continue to grow. So I think it's been cool just to see that, you know, we really have grown a lot in what I've studied historically. um, And I have a lot of more studying to do. So, uh, (laughs) but just a little bit that I do know, I've been uh, very encouraged by yeah. What Waco is now, the Waco I'm living in, and uh, I love it. Uh, yeah. I really didn't think I would. I thought I would hate Waco. I'm a city boy from Houston. Like, didn't think I would love living in Waco with one skyscraper. Uh, but yeah. it feels like home, and I think it really is because the people.
0: So I think so many people are like afraid of doing business or creativity with people like that are friends, like really tight knit, because it's like, well, what if something bad happens? Now I've lost. The business or the creative thing or whatever, sure. but I've also lost the friend. But like, what I've heard just in conversation with you guys over breakfast was like, that friendship is so like pivotal, like, it's mm-hmm. intertwined. Like, it's yeah. not like you can just do one without the other, it's like mm. it's both and. Yeah. Ha- maybe yeah. just touch on your hearts for like why yeah. that's important.
3: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think what you said was great. It's hard to do one without the other. And I would even, you know, continue on that statement that like you can try to do one without the other, um, but you won't be able to do it well or to the best of its capability or potential. Friendship is the most timeless resource we have as creatives, as business owners, as people. Uh, If you even think about Christianity, it's the most eternal reason why God created us <laughs> it's the reason why we were created mm-hmm. and uh, to be friends with him and friends with people and um, and uh, yeah and so why not have that be the thing that's fought for that's sought after that's um, cultivated that's the foundation of what you do I think even just
2: for Ryan and I like we, we haven't done it. Perfect. But I think what I'm realizing in just relationships in general, especially friendships, is, like, you have to have honesty, like, and it's okay not to be okay. And it's, like, one of those things, like, the amount of friends I've lost because of city little, like, silly little like, quarrels that have happened, and it's, like, you know, walking away, it's, like, man, like, uh, this is kind of a, a weird question, but it's, like, you know, just even asking myself, like, who are the people that I want around my deathbed? and like mm. it's a very weird question to ask but it's like when I ask that question it makes me think who are the people that I'm investing in and who are the people that are like with me regardless if like we had a problem between us when I'm dying it's like mm. they would still show up yeah. you know and I think that's just a question that I've mm. been asking and I'm trying to figure out how to do that well it's like, you know, how do I how do I work through something that needs to be worked through and do it honest? And it's like, hey, like, we came out on the other side of this and, like, we had a problem. We're good. We hug it out. We love each other. And it's like, and the friendship's stronger. Or we weren't able to do that. And it's like, and that's not a friendship that is worth your time or worth my time to invest in to that capacity. Because yeah. it just didn't have the depth or it didn't have what it takes to, you know, to make it to my deathbed if you will you know what i mean and it's kind of a strange way to look at it but even just ways that ryan and i have had to do that and ways that we create together do friendship together play super smash bros together it's like <laughs> kind of all those things it's like yeah. how do we do it honest and real but also loving and kind and it's just kind of the combination of both and there's grace for it to be ugly um, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to be quick to repent it's a lot like parts of what i understand marriage to be you know it's <laughs> just like you know we're like if we're good we can be better together like if ryan and i are doing well we can love creatives in the city better and you know we can do a podcast better together mm-hmm. than if we had something between us and yeah. so i think it's just that honesty that it takes to be like hey we're not like we're not good now it's like and you know, and it's probably my fault, honestly, but it's, like, I need to talk it out with you, and, like, to get good, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think just doing what it takes to go to those places, I think, is important. Yeah. So. That's sick. Know. Friendship matters. Yeah. I mean, it really does matter, especially, I mean, I think for anyone, really, but mm-hmm. especially for, for creatives, because, I mean, sometimes you just need someone to tell you to go for it, you know? Like, hey, what's inside of you? You got to go for it, and, you know, it's a lot better coming from a friend than hmm. a stranger, you know? Yeah. So,
0: Wow. Yeah, I love the just the, um, the imagery of, like, you're coming right alongside somebody and you're saying, like, whatever happens, I'm right here with you. Yeah. I've got your back. I'm coming alongside you. I'm going to help you sometimes. You're going to help me sometimes. We're going to – but we're still there with each other. And I definitely, yeah, see that as, like, a really unique thing that you guys have that, like, I don't know too many – I mean, I know of a lot of, like, guy – friend groups, you know, like, oh, okay, we're, we're there for each other. We'll kind of meet up every now and then, mm-hmm. but it seems like you guys are just going after like intentional goals together, like life, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, it, it's hard to separate again, one from the other. Like you're going after th- life together, yeah. which is like awesome.
2: I love, sorry, I, no, just yeah. real quick. I love, talking about friendship and just because it really has changed my life I've had friends that have just loved me at my worst and taught me how to Mm. taught me what love is just because I'm like I don't get why you're loving me it's like friendship is a lot like boxing to me I really love boxing it's like Mm. it's like you know like you like the relationship between like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like the the relationship between like a fighter and like the person in his corner it's like because you've trained with them, like, you know what it's like, you know what's inside that person that's in the ring boxing. And it's like, so they had a bad round, and they, you know, they have a couple minutes to breathe, and you tell them, like, hey, man, you got this. Like, you just lost that round, but you got mm. this. Because, like, because of what we did when we train, I see what's inside of him. It's like, mm. So that's why I can confidently say, like, you got this. Like, I see the way you work. I see the way you, you go for it. I see the discipline you have, the, the values, the strength inside of you. It's like, so it's okay that you just lost this round, because I know that you can win the next one and I think it's just really powerful because it's like that's what I need personally I need people to call out like hey bro you got this like you just you just lost that's okay like you got to shake it off and the same way I want to do that for other people it's like
0: it's okay that you screwed up I'm like what's like your heart kind of for creatives or uh, for collide what do you hope that collide does uh for people or you know, what have you learned in the process? Whatever comes to mind.
2: Collide is an avenue for local creatives to connect with one another. We gather to celebrate dreams and establish a space that cultivates collaboration. We each carry a different part of that statement, yeah. you know. Like for me if you like even to answer your question that you initially asked, it's like for me like the way I've summarized Collide from day one is at its very least I want it to be a a place where collaboration happens. And at its very most, I want people to feel championed and seen and fought for. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even at its very least, it's incredible. Collaboration is awesome. We're getting people more jobs, more connections, maybe even dates if they're lucky. You know, like, (laughs) it's just like, because we're just throwing parties and hanging out. We
1: all need that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So um, so it's just like, it's cool because even even at its very least in my mind, it's still really important. Um, And my hope is that, you know, Collide isn't a place for it's not just a place for all Lost Dreamers to go but I realize that there's people in my experience that have walked in the door with Lost Dreams or even I've talked to you on the streets and they just like they're about to give up like musicians who are incredibly talented who are about to give up on their dreams because they feel like they should get a 9 to 5 because they don't have what it takes and I'm like those are the guys that I have a bend towards guys and girls that I have a bend towards like hey no 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 like, yeah. why don't you just take a second why don't we talk about yes. it drink more coffee together yes. and let me encourage you to go for it and take a like,
3: risk For instance, there's this local dude. I think he's still a student. His name is Jacob Humber. He just graduated. Just graduated. And (laughs) the birds are back. We're going back to the bird. Get it, Gabe. This is the most. Oh, Oh, man, he got both at once. Man, third time. Come on. I'm bringing a stick. (laughs) I'm just saying, y'all can go up there with shoes if you want to. I'm, wearing, I'm, I'm coming to fight. Um, but uh, yeah, this Texas kid, is
1: an open carry state, right? Yeah, it is.
3: Four Shoot. pigeons. Shoot. They thought that was for people. No.
1: Nope.
3: I got attacked. I almost got attacked by a boy the other day. Like a what? Wild boar. I'm just hanging no. out with my girlfriend, and then like I hear this <laughs> boar Are you like, out at? like it's arboretum, dude. <laughs> For all just that's like. right, <laughs> and it's like story. a decent time of the day, <laughs> night, or whatever it was. Um, and it, I don't know, man. I see why open carry is a thing. Cause you just, like, you just never know. <laughs> For the animals, that got in Texas, almost got. Right? I got almost got murdered. Like. Oh. If if it hadn't been for an instinct, the guy there was a guy running at us with a knife, but he was far enough to where we could get away. I'm like, dude, man, I'm not. I used to be kind of like, oh no, open carry, but I get it now. I get it. I understand. There's some weird people and animals in this state. um But speaking of weird people, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, this, this guy named Jacob, um, he's a friend of mine, friend of Corey's. Um, and he's he's a local artist and uh as his friend I saw the same thing that Corey was talking about like man I, I see your your passion to pursue music and don't want you to lose it I don't want you to lose the the, the view of your the purpose behind your passion and how like it's possible just like someone's done it before so you can definitely do it if, if other people can do it you can totally do it and just giving him a spot at at collide and and people passing and passing around him being able to pass around his card and i had him open for my album release show and and he's like he's gotten gigs like almost every week um and you can just tell he's like He's in this rhythm, like he just loves what he's doing, and he. And I think it's subconsciously because he knows he's backed, like he knows he's got like friendship and people who are like, "Man, we want you to flourish," and I think that's just one another example of what that puts a picture to what Corey's talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the last thing that came to mind uh, was just how we were talking about like the kingdom kind of being like, you know, if you serve other people, like God just kind of brings so much to us yeah. and how it's like upside down in the sense that it's not I have to focus on building my thing first. It's how do I invest and pour out? And then it somehow God brings it all back. Yeah. Um, and so and I had said it was a counterculture, but you said, no, this is actually normal culture.
3: It is actually the culture that works. Like, yeah. you look at Chick-fil-A or Google or Pixar or, I mean, like, really well. Companies are doing really well. They think about the customer or viewer or uh, whatever, consumer first. They think about how, you, how do I meet their need. It's just the way you know, whether they whether they are, you know, Christians or not, I think that heart posture just is the way we're created to live in. It's how what we're, it's what this world thrives off of. It's how, it, especially like in this information age where we like can access everything, when someone sees someone else being uh, lifted up by some entity, they're like, whoa, man, how do I get involved with that? It's just, there's nothing else that like, explains why that we're drawn to that besides maybe we're just created that way. And um, I mean, it's almost hilarious that you would that, and, and I, I'm totally guilty of, of this subconsciously and consciously sometimes, like trying to build your own kingdom. It's just like, it's, it's hilarious in the sense that <laughs> it's almost impossible it like really is almost impossible. You can't build you can't build a a um a restaurant if no people walk in there that you if you didn't think about the people and someone walks in there and like the food's bad but you made really good looking walls, you know, like <laughs> if the people if you're not serving the people well or love thinking about them first it's over in months, like your restaurant's done. And so, I don't know, I think that's just the culture that works, which is putting the people you're serving and the people that are invested in what you're doing or or um, affected by what you're doing first and everything else will be just added to you as well. It just comes. Mm. Sounds like something I've heard in scripture before. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow, we just want to thank you guys for your time. Um, Where can we find Collide on Instagram? Where can we find you guys? Yeah, Instagram's our main
2: platform for Collide. It's at Collide Waco. check us out like literally Clyde doesn't happen with other people just like that restaurant doesn't happen with other people Yeah. It, it's really all about the people actually yeah. uh, Clyde doesn't have a, a venue space mm. we're, we're homeless yeah. but <laughs> full of purpose and passion so yeah. Um, yeah. we feel good about that but yeah. yeah so
3: give us follow give us your thoughts interact yeah. with Paige yeah. we'd love to hear you thoughts if you have an idea please DM us yeah. we love ideas like you have you, anything? Mm-hmm. Um, comment or DM us. We won't think you're sleazy if you DM us. For sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, there awesome. Will be no judgment.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, we're wrapping up. Then thank you guys yeah. again thank you so, so much. much. We're yeah. really stoked to be here and to meet you guys.
3: Yeah. Thanks. Uh, for, thank you guys. Yeah. For real.
0: Thanks for listening to the HingeWork podcast. HingeWork is a creative co-working space in the heart of downtown Lancaster, PA. Find out more at www.hingework.com.